Hey guys, welcome back to episode three of Talkspace, and we hope everyone is doing well and, of course, staying safe this summer. And we're very excited to announce today's guest on the podcast, Mr. Siddharth Kotari, who is the chief investment strategist at the Om Kotari Group, which was founded in 1971, having interests in engineering, construction, infrastructure, automotive dealerships, manufacturing, and also real estate. He has been featured in various media publications like Business World and Tech in Asia. Along with this, he has discussed investing on national television channels like NewsX. Mr. Kotari has also invested in and scaled multiple businesses. His startup portfolio has over 20 companies, which include Good Milk, Arata, Eat Just, Clear Deco, and Club. He is here to talk about his close engagement with companies at each stage of their life cycle, how this has helped him find success in stocks and startups, the importance of investing at an early age, and share some tricks to keep in mind when doing the same. So, I think a good place to start is to understand what exactly the investing process is like. And especially how it works in the industry. First of all, thank you so much for having me on the show, Akshita and Kushi. I'm excited to be here and talk about something that I'm very passionate about, which is finance investing. And uh, to your question, um, where to start? Right. Basically, I think it's important that you start early when it comes to investing and comes to personal finance. And I understand that most of the viewers over here would be teenagers and Honestly, if you're a teenager and you're watching this and you haven't started thinking about personal finance and investing, you're already late, is my opinion. So, but the good news is, you know, when was the best time to start? It was yesterday. When's the second best time to start? Is today. So, uh, looking forward to talking more specifically about how what the process is like and why it's important to take care of your personal finance. You know, uh, it's, it's it's important that we we the few things that you know people might not be interested in like health and personal finance and stuff like that it's okay if you're not interested in um kind of uh dancing or singing but if you're not interested in personal health and personal finance you should be because they're interested in you always which applies to everyone so warren buffett likes to say that i first invested in a stock at the age of 11 and he says i wasted the first 10 years of my life so <laughs> that's the joke that's great Some media platforms portray a career in finance as a life full of greed and constant regret of missed opportunities. What made you get into this sector, and do you think a career in finance management is fulfilling? I think finance is a really exciting uh, career path for anyone. And you know, there's a there's a misconception, there's a myth I'd like to bust. Some people find finance boring. They think it's numbers, and they think it's just uh, you know more science, less art. I'm I think I've been in this game for the last decade, and I think finance is extremely fun. What can be boring is accounting, which is a very itsy bitsy, teeny weeny part of finance. Finance is full of fun because it's all around us. You know, if you look at the rooms we're in right now, let's see over the what we're using right now. We're using Zoom. Zoom is a company. It was, uh, you know, it, it it has a stock that's listed on the mark in the public markets, and you can buy it and participate uh, in the growth journey of that. You know, if I look around the room, I see uh, a Sony TV. Sony is again a listed public company, and anyone interested in finance. can look at the stock evaluated and uh, invest in that company and it gives you access and opportunity to grow along with companies that are growing and uh, i think uh, we use products like think about how much time we use on our uh, apple phones uh, we use so much time googling things apple and google both of these are great examples of companies that have helped investors create massive wealth all by opening an account and start investing in their stocks mm-hmm. so it isn't rocket science it's a lot of fun and it can make you a lot of serious money i think that's so amazing that you're trying to 
bring especially the youth more aware to investing but uh, now that you know any common man can just purchase stocks from their smartphone and which was not how the case was usually or like a while back and several people are just entering the stock field right now and after things like the advent of robinhood zeroda do you think this has impacted the industry or do you think it is going to impact the industry now so without a doubt it's a very good point that you know with smartphones and with apps that allow you to trade very quickly and easily and make it so accessible like robinhood and zeroda so these have been really major disruptions in the market but i think there can be the two sides to it there can be an ugly side where if you are encouraged to trade very regularly and gamble and uh, you know do too much too soon that can be a, a kind of hamper your growth as an investor but if you use it smartly and you use it as a form of accessibility to public markets you know set up your account quicker more efficient lesser brokerage charges and if it encourages more people and especially younger people to invest earlier in their lives i think it's all for the great and for the better so you know everyone watching uh, you know including the pod, uh, the show hosts here Kushi uh, Nakshita, I encourage you guys to start an account with Zeroda. Zeroda is by far the most, is the best and uh, the largest even today for very good reason. It's the largest and the best. Is that the Kamath brothers who founded it very meticulously made sure that the tech is very clean, very usable, very accessible, and it's the lowest brokerage, lowest cost in the market. So I encourage you to open up Zeroda in specific. to start investing in companies you understand and you know where to start is is not tough you know you might not have heard of some uh, intense b2b tech company or something but think of the products you use every day you know you eat biscuits britannia is the brand that you're probably eating or palaji you can buy the stock for britannia and you can be part of the growth in that company uh, similarly you know if you find yourself that you're for example um using uh, buying bata shoes and you really like the company bata you could or you know even something as simple as pizza we order pizza so often and you realize how much money you're spending on pizza and how everyone is enjoying it you can see there's a company called jubilant foodworks which is domino's india and you can buy the stock of domino's india and zerodha makes that very easy i think that makes a lot of sense what propels the tremendous growth of some startups because some startups like zomato ola and flipkart go from thousands in revenue to millions and billions of dollars all within a decade while other established businesses experience stagnant performance right startups are very exciting because now more than ever it's a great time to be an entrepreneur to give a really good example of zomato zomato was uh, founded by deepinder and they got venture capital investing he was from a simple middle class family with entrepreneurial dreams and he used technology and venture capital funding angel investors to back his company with capital and he has grown into a bohemoth worth billions of dollars now which is going for an ipo and listing today so i think it's a really exciting time and even uh, you know there've been teenager founders like people know that people don't know but uh, oyo's founder oyo rooms which you've seen all over india and is now a global company they've expanded to china and the states and stuff their founder was actually just 17 when he made his first pitch to an investor and luckily he got that capital that he raised to just explode and now oyo oyo rooms is one of the largest and fastest growing hospitality companies uh, in the world so you know your lot of you are in that age group today and think about how you are spending your time and your weekends and your it's great to have fun it's great to go to the movies it's great to have dinners with friends but if you have an entrepreneurial bug or if you have an inkling of you know you like creating products or services think about how you'd like to get into business with them and i assure you if you're passionate about your idea and you're well networked and you talk to a few people you will find investors to back your idea perhaps that could be your friends and family that could be um an angel network 
that could be be me so feel free to write to me after the show if you have a startup idea and you're looking for funding um i completely agree with you and also i think now that we're living in a pandemic and uh we've been through almost over a year of lockdowns and of course it's impacted um the finance industry tremendously so um but it's also opened the eyes of so many youth and just people in general when it comes to finance so what do you think investing has been like in the pandemic and why do you think now people are becoming more awakened to investing in companies rather than before even though it was always around right you know it's ironic we've seen the pandemic and people are trapped in their houses so of course they have a lot more free time now to explore other interests and passions and one of the things that have driven this whole bull market where the stock market has been going up even though the economy might be in a little bit of trouble because of covid is people um spending more time in understanding that the long term prospects of these companies that will beat covid that will survive the pandemic and thrive later on is immense so you know an example one of the, one example could be a company like um indigo airlines because travel is uh, affected directly and tremendously so the company is struggling but people know that indigo is the market leader it is a stronger and has more roots and is more profitable than any other airline so while the others will collapse like spicejet has a very dark future it seems like because they are having debt problems when these when the competitors break down and the pandemic is done because indigo will survive the tough times of the pandemic they will thrive and they will get more market share they'll increase their market share from 40% to 60 maybe 75% because the competition wouldn't make it through this uh, similarly you can make that case for maybe pvr uh pvr cinemas we've all been and enjoyed the fantastic you know experience that they have with their food and beverages with their uh, movie theaters and because they're the largest player and they've uh, you know managed growth in such a good way there a lot of movie theaters and mom and pop shops and chains will are shutting down pvr will benefit from this once the pandemic ends because they're too large to fail so they will get advantage of taking over all those locations so people are investing and doing that uh, in this pandemic one of the best things silver lining of the pandemic has been that people are taking advantage of the opportunities the stock market provides to understand finance and invest in companies i think what you said is really true because i've seen my own friends get into investing and i think it's really great um i think this is the most meaningful question we can ask you today in relation to our target audience why is it important to invest in early age and how can we track our progress because for our age group school and our academics already requires a lot of time effort and rigor right great question khushi and this is really the secret sauce why it's in, why investing early is is because of the magic of compounding will play out longer a compounding is the most powerful force in wealth creation uh what what compounding means compound interest is when you have 100 you start with say 100 rupees as a base figure let's imagine and if you make a 20% return you have at the end of the year 120 rupees then if you make a 20% return on that it's not another 20 it's exponential the growth and the magic of compounding i can explain through a very interesting story and i want you all to try this with your parents uh, including you khushi and akshita and all the listeners i want you to go back and say hey uh, mom dad uh, my next month i i just want this one thing for this one month and i will never ask anything from you for the rest of our lives that will create interest in the parents right because that's a great prospect this is the offer you will make your parents you'll say mom dad on day 1 give me 100 rupees on the first of the, uh, what's next month we are in july august is coming up see on first august give me 100 rupees on second august give me 200 rupees 
on 3rd august give me 400 then 800 keep and then 1600 rupees double it every day just for that one month right so all over all over august there is 30 days you start with 100 rupees you go to 300 you go to 200 400 double it each day any wild guess that on the 30th day by the 30th day how much money would you get would it be a few i know it's tough to say the exact figure would it be a few thousands tens of thousands tens of lakhs crores how much in what range would you expect it to be i think it'll be tens of thousands okay akshita you want to venture a guess more than that less than that i think yeah around it would definitely not be in like before lakhs i would say yeah thousands ten thousands Here's the now. Here's now. Uh, take uh, so hold your chair carefully because you might drop when you hear the figure. The magic of compounding is such because it doubles every day and it's very counterintuitive. Your parents will uh, never say no because they'll think the same. You know, they want a few thousands or a couple of lakhs. Let me give it to them. The real figure is fifty thousand crores. I know this is shocking, and I know you don't believe me, and you shouldn't believe me. It's a massive number. How is it possible? because the later years it compounds you're compounding by 100% you're doubling it every day i want you to plug in an excel sheet all you guys are um, educated a lot of you at asb and other great international schools uh you can use excel pull out excel start with 100 rupees on day 1 and by the 30th day uh double it every day and see what figure it gives you and you'll see that i'm not lying overall you'll make 50000 crores you'll never need a thing from i mean forget let alone your parents you'll never need a thing from anyone in the world ever again <laughs> so that's, that's the it's just a story yeah of course no one you know of course of course it's it's it's, it's a great deal and it's a crazy deal of course uh, your parents once they run the numbers will not agree to that but it just shows the the point of the story is that it shows the power of compounding and that's why starting early is important because you know if you explore if you exploit that over 30 years and if you can compound at a higher here you were compounding at 100% which is very tough in the stock market so you do 20 25% the more numbers you do it for the the magic of compounding is because it's exponential in your later years it will pay off like crazy it will pay off like maddening amounts and you can create that's where the opportunity to create real wealth is uh, you guys might have heard of someone called rakesh junjunwala ramesh damani these are famous investors some of india's most successful investors and they owe their success to starting early compounding at a decent rate for many many years through the stock market uh, warren buffett has only compounded there are investors who've done in returns annual returns of 30 40 50% but they've done it for 4 5 years 7 8 10 years because warren buffett started so early in life he's only compounded 20% annually kego but because he's done it over 50 years and he's lived such a long life and he's still continuing to do it that is why he's one of the wealthiest people in the world so start early I think that's so motivational for everyone who's listening to us right now. Um but just continuing on those lines if someone is absolutely new to investing and new to finance um what do you think are some goals that someone should have when they're just getting into this industry when they're just getting into financing and also what should one look out for in terms of risks and just be prepared for when they enter this? right you, know, you need to be very careful of course because the stock market uh, can be famous for kind of being used as a gambling tool or losing money in scams and companies uh, there have been famous companies in the past like satyam or manpasand beverages which have turned out to be scams and you lose money so due diligence and process is very important i would recommend uh, to find a mentor or read some good publications on this read um, even newspapers everyday newspapers like uh, the economic times for example 
which is a is, is a great read and uh, you'll understand and you'll train yourself gradually so because so it's important to start early but it's also important to start small so you can learn you know the teething lessons earlier in your early months or your early years and uh, having a mentor is great especially at your age group and you're a teenager if you can find someone it could be an uncle it could be a family friend it could be your dad uh, it could be a teacher who's been in the game for a little bit longer than you have uh, that can cut your learning curve by a long time and uh, you know another great thing in this business is that you can see what famous investors like uh, celebrity investors like rakesh junjunwala uh, vijay kedia these guys are buying and selling it comes in the news sometimes if you just google them you can see uh, what the famous investors are buying and selling and you can maybe if you like some of their ideas clone them uh, so i would say that to avoid pitfalls get a mentor uh, get guidance read a lot and perhaps start investing in um, there are 5000 listed companies roughly in india right uh you don't have to uh, you don't have to have more than 10 20 30 maybe 50 in your portfolio at most so you don't have to invest in everything so if you don't understand something don't waste your time on it invest in what you understand first so you know if say if you might have a family business kushi for example your family is into infrastructure so you might look at the infrastructure companies and ask your family about it that hey is this is gr infra a good company they just listed they just had an ipo or you could say hey is abc limited a uh, uh, company or not and uh, similarly uh, you know your dad could work at a hospital then you might look at uh, medanta is coming out with an ipo or uh, you could ask about medical companies kovai medical limited is a stock that's a hospital so you know in your area of circle of competence or what you're around you might even it might not be where you and your family work at also it could also be you could be a very passionate um, you could be very passionate about a certain product you might love um, for example uh, you might love your chappals and you like oh this brand of chappals is fantastic there's a company called relaxo that makes the chappals which is a listed company it's actually a fantastic company growing at a very good pace and it's a very safe investment so because you love that product so much you can buy that company then on the stock market so that's where i'd say to avoid pitfalls and invest in what you know that makes a lot of sense so i think my next question is also related to that what are the most common mistakes people make while picking the next investment So I think people get caught up in fads a lot, is what I've noticed, or they jump on tips. Uh, when I say fads now, you know, cryptocurrencies is becoming a very exciting place to people to invest. So you've seen people, you've heard your friends and your neighbors and your relatives make a lot of money very quickly, very suddenly. But that doesn't mean uh, it'll work for an indefinite amount of time. So you should really do your due diligence, be prudent about investing. Don't get, don't jump on fads. I'm not saying all cryptocurrencies are fad. You know, there might be value in Bitcoin, but don't do it just because. Uh, someone around you is doing it and you think uh, they you've seen them make money you know that you can you the next cycle might be a down one and by the time you come in you might end up losing money so uh, don't get caught up in fads people give tips you know someone will say oh aap reliance ka stock khareed lo aaj or aap tcs ka stock khareed you should ask why so what is happening in reliance is jio growing is jio showing good growth numbers are they taking market share from airtel and so there should be a thesis don't jump on tips don't jump on hot names Uh, understand uh, the theory and the uh, and the logic behind it if it makes sense to you then come in and my last question for you this is also related to cryptocurrency so there are large firms that are bullish while there is another set of firms that are bearish and then there's meme coins like dogecoin that fell as fast as zero so how do you wrap your head around all of this so cryptocurrencies are quite the quite the craze especially with millennials and younger people and uh, how i view cryptos when you talk about cryptos there'll be two type of people there'll be super bulls 
which will say, oh, this is the future of money and you're missing out on the world's biggest opportunity if you don't invest in Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies like Dogecoin, etc. And there'll be some people who will say, oh, it's a complete fad. It's not going to last. It's just all hyped up. So I like to position myself somewhere in the middle. I think there can be a big, great future for it. And there is also a possibility that it fizzles away. So I play it in a smaller way. I don't put in all my money into it. I don't take a very big bet on it. I put in some money and I continue to read about it and track developments. Uh, what are the developments? So firstly, cryptos, how Bitcoin started is an incredible story in itself. There was an anonymous man it's who, four wrote, o'clock. who wrote a blog and that man uh, signed off as Santoshi Nakamoto is what his name is. No one really knows who he is. And he he did his he did the coding and he released a certain number of Bitcoin in the world. He said, this is it. These are all the Bitcoin in the world. You can mine them. You can buy them. You can trade them. And he left it there. And it has, the world has taken it by storm, especially in the last several years. It has really exploded as an idea. What's working against this is government regulation. You know, governments are not excited about losing power to the internet and having a digital currency that's not kind of controlled by them. So there are a lot of there are pros, and there are a lot of cons. The, the pros also are that, you know, it kind of democratizes the entire process. It's a, it's, 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 it's not, a, uh, you don't need a certain medium um, it's usually the, the negatives are that people terrorists and other people scam artists can use it and defraud people so there are a lot of goods and bads going for it uh, for you to make money in cryptos you should read a lot about it and in buy the cryptos that make sense for you whether it's dogecoin because of elon musk he's famous for promoting it or whether it's bitcoin which is the mothership of cryptos and uh, that would be my two cents and my advice on navigating the world of cryptocurrency i think we also wanted to ask that you know, since the time that we were younger, and I think everyone's always told that you need to learn to save money and, you know, be resourceful of your money. But at the same time, just saving is probably not enough, especially now. So what would be your views or tips on like the most efficient or the smartest way of saving money that it gets augmented? Sure. That's a that's a really good question, Akshita, especially because people have always... Um, you know, the, the traditional cliched advice has been to save money and it's a great, it's, it's a great advice, but I think we need to turn up the volume on a generating sources of income, making money, saving it, and then also investing it so that it grows and hopefully compounds at a good rate. So I would really recommend this one book. Uh, it's a book on personal finance. Um, it's called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It's one of the most famous investment. Uh, it's one of the most famous personal finance books. And one of the things I remember very clearly from it is that it really defines what an asset is and what a liability is. Uh, in fact, it makes a controversial claim that don't even think of your house as an asset. Think of your house as a liability because you don't plan on selling it, number one. Number two, it drains cash flow from you uh, because you have to pay for maintenance and you have to pay for water and electricity bills. So anything that brings cash inflow that you make money from, you should think of as an asset. So if you have a property on lease and rental and you're making rent from it, that's an asset. If you have a lemonade stand and you're selling lemonade, that lemonade business or startup of yours is an asset. It brings cash inflow. And whatever is in out, your car, for example, should be seen as a cash outflow. Your fuel cost, maintenance cost, the cost of the car itself. So I would recommend reading some very solid books. Definitely a good starting point would be Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And then they encourage, of course, um, getting a source of income, whether it's through pocket, maybe at your age, perhaps pocket money through your parents. Try and save some of it you save some of it, you will have options to invest it, whether it's in FD or the stock market, or uh, perhaps a little bit in cryptocurrencies. 
you can kind of make a diversified portfolio one of the most beautiful parts about finance and investing is that you don't have to go all in on one thing if you have 100 rupees you don't have to put all 100 in crypto you can put two in crypto you can put 10 in stocks you can put 20 in fd you can vary your portfolio and uh, i would encourage uh, all of you all to read uh, rich dad poor dad and then perhaps some other more advanced personal finance books yeah i've read that book already and i think it's a great book because it really got me into it really made me interested into the world of finance and there's so much that you don't know because there's so much that happens behind the story so there's a lot of research you have to do before investing so my next question for you is what are the best sources and websites that you look at when investing so i'm a voracious reader i love reading um uh, there's there's a blog by professor vijay malik it's called drvijaymalik.com Uh, I think that is mandatory reading for anyone into stock markets. Uh, he is um this person has literally a, a I mean I say that he has a PhD in stocks. And what the best part about his blog is that it is very uh, easy to understand. It's not very jargoned in financial world. Um, in finance, some some people, some stuck-up people with a tie and suit and would come and say suave words and ROI and ROCE and ratios. Don't take those guys seriously. they do this deliberately as an insider i can tell you that finance is very simple and easy easy you just read the right material like professor vijay malik's blog and these guys use these technical jargons to keep outsiders out and to scam into but to into fool them so don't get overwhelmed by that uh, that blog i would say is mandatory reading other than that blog uh, the economic times and mint are two newspapers i'm sure in most people's households you get them and uh, those are great to skim through there are, might be some things that are little, you seem a little bit more technical or complicated uh, you don't have to understand it fully but even the headlines and the and the subblurbs and the articles will be of great help to understand investing from a broad range and what's happening in companies and how capitalism works and uh, these two newspapers personal finance books youtube is a fantastic resource so there is someone called mr ramesh damani um uh, you guys should definitely take time out to see some of his videos um mr ramesh damani is one of uh, india's most successful stock market investors he has created immense wealth and what's wonderful about him is that he's also shared the secret trades he's also shared how to do it so there are especially some talks he's done you can find him on youtube talks he's done with students uh, with teenagers which teach you how to go from 0 to 100 crores and you know it sounds like a dream but he's lived it he's made thousands of crores in fact later in his later years so you can do it too there's no doubt about it and listening to him you know i'm very proud of you all for coming and listening to this podcast proud of you akshita and khushi for asking such important and well thought out questions and i'm glad to hear and sharing my two cents on everything because you already that shows that you're already on the right path if you're if you're asking the right questions and if you're thinking about personal finance and wealth creation and investing you're already on your way to the journey um and i hope you can use these resources like professor vijay malik's blog or uh, the book called rich dad poor dad the news the financial newspapers and uh, of course ramesh damani's youtube talks especially the ones he's done to students to help understand investing and finance in a simple and fun way i think that makes a lot of sense but since we're talking about youth and teenagers um a lot of teenagers are really swayed away by money and that um you know getting a big sum of money by just doing a little bit of investing but there's i think there's a lot of other skills that you can gain from investing just apart from you know um augmenting your own income so what do you think someone's goals probably should be apart from money and what skills maybe do you think have you developed just apart from you know the money part of it 
sure you know in a capitalist world we can all kind of get tend to uh, get carried away with money but life is a lot more than just money that's for sure and uh, you know money can allow you to be a larger version of you but uh, things like character and uh, kindness are virtues that i think we all should strive for and you know your uh, your age group the teenagers out there uh, i remember my teenage years like it was yesterday to be honest and it was it's a wonderful time because you're going through all these changes whether it's with education or your lifestyle or your friends and you're thinking about further education and uh, it's it's a very exciting time but uh, i think it's it's also important to sit back and think and realize that um you know there's there's something there's a great quote warren buffett is one of my heroes and and i love him not just because of his crazy wealth creation that he's able to do but the character and the and and the uh, integrity with which he's been able to do so and you know he says uh if you were given one car that's the deal you can have any car you want but you were given one car and you'll never be allowed to get a second car in your life how well will you treat that car you will oil it you will make sure you put the right fuel in it you won't crash it you won't drive rashly you will treat it with respect and dignity right in a way if you think about it uh your body is that car you're given one body so you might all might be tempted with a uh, you know things like uh, substance abuse or perhaps uh, or abusing alcohol and other other vices that may, might look cool in the short term but do think about that analogy of the one car for the rest of your life this is your one body you've been given should be a temple uh, you should treat it with respect and dignity not uh, overdo any uh, any sort of kind of vice and take care of it so i think that's important apart from money and uh, there is also one more thing uh, that uh, apart from the health point that i tried to make with this analogy which is very important to think about alongside your wealth creation journey in life is we treat guests especially here in this part of our world uh, as gods right atithi devo bhava is the quote in hindi and that means guests are god uh, and that means if if someone's at your house if it's an aunt or a family friend or anyone visiting if they drop some water or if they're a little messy in the bathroom you don't see anything you let it slide you be kind and you treat them with grace in this world aren't we all just each other's guests so we're in touch with our mortality life is limited and on earth we're all just sharing this resource together so i think apart from money and health the last thing is of course treat each other with kindness like we're all guests of each other and i hope you all take away that uh, uh, analogy and uh, it it gives you food for thought and affects you in some way i think i also learned so much from this episode and i'm sure everyone who's listening to it would also So lastly we always like to end our podcast episodes with a nice entertaining fun question that the three of us answer and um we've heard that you really enjoy watching films and movies and your passion for cinema has also led you to some finance films which is so cool so our question for you is what is your all time favorite movie and then kushi and i can go after you Okay sure um oh this is a tough one because I'm I'm a huge fan of films you know uh we really enjoy film is is, is such a powerful medium you know we have uh, we have books which is one dimensional you read them we have uh, you know podcasts which you can hear and we have um with with films it's like it's a multi dimensional kind of experience and they have such a big influence on you why um if i had to pick one film that's had a great impact on me that i enjoyed a lot I would have to go with the. Uh, are we talking about Bollywood or Hollywood? Let me pick one Hindi film and one foreign film. Sure. Yeah. So for Bollywood, I will go with Three Idiots. Uh, I'm sure most of you have seen it. It's a classic and and very famous. And what I loved about it is that it was hilarious, funny. It delivered a message that you should follow your passion, but it wasn't done in a didactic and boring way. And for Hollywood, I would pick. Um, 
let's see, so many great films out there. But one film that really affected me and really made me think, I'm, I'm a big fan of psycho thrillers, Shutter Island, uh, I had to rewatch. And I generally don't rewatch films, but I watched it multiple times because one, it was a cliffhanger. It, uh, it was one of those films that kind of shook you. It, was, it featured Leo DiCaprio, which is one of the greatest actors of our time. And it made you think, uh, think very deeply. So I love, I love critical thinking. I love, uh, you know, intellectual films. And it was a great psycho thriller. That's great. For me, I really enjoy watching outer space movies with my dad and we're both geeks when it comes to such topics. So I think my favorite movie would have to be The Martian or Apollo 13, hands down. It's kind of hard for me to answer as well because I don't enjoy watching movies. Like it's not something I enjoy watching. I like TV shows more. So I'm just going to say my favorite TV show instead because I'm not really into movies. But my favorite TV show is, I like two, Big Bang Theory, of course, and Friends. Those are two shows I'm always watching. I, I had a, a huge argument yesterday with a friend of mine. He was arguing Friends is better and I kept saying Warden Family is better. And uh, I realized, <laughs> have you seen Warden Family, both of you? Um, I yeah. just started watching Modern Family, actually. It's fantastic. I hope you enjoyed Modern Friends. I know it's not a com- it's not an apple apple comparison because Friends was in a different time. More my generation, that's saying Modern Family is more your generation. But you know what's great about Modern Family is that they... They have, um, they're also hilarious, really funny writing, just like friends, but they, um, have a more complicated, like more situational comedy and complicated characters, which makes it interesting, more relatable things. And, uh, they have like, um, even, you know, things people would question back in the day where friends was there, like a homosexual couple, uh, kissing on screen and, uh, things that make older generation think. So I like the whole provocativeness and a good feel good show. Can I recommend, since since most of our discussions have been about finance and investing, can I recommend a financial film? Of course. Yeah. Sure. So there's there's a movie called The Big Short. Uh, it's based on a real life story and incident that happened by Michael Burry. He's the hero of the film and the is, is, is the real name of the hero of the film. And he had an incredible short position. A short position is when you bet against a stock or, or a market. You say that this will fall in there was a huge market crash in 2008 and he predicted it and they show how he acted on it, how it affected his personal life, how his fund reacted, his investors reacted. And it's a, it's a great film. One of the best all time financial movies you can watch. That's amazing. I think I'll definitely watch that soon. And I think that's about it, Mr. Kathari. Thank you for sparing the time to talk about a topic that plays such a crucial aspect in our daily lives. And I'm sure our audience, as well as Akshita and I, have gained a lot of valuable information through this episode. Just before we end, it would be great if you could verbally share um, your social media handles for our listeners in case they would like to reach out to you for anything in the future. Sure, absolutely. So you can find me on LinkedIn, uh, which is, my name is spelled Siddharth Kothari. And I am the chief investment strategist at the Om Kothari Group. And uh, you can also feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. My handle is at Sidkot, S-I-D-K-O-T. I'm also on Facebook. So feel free to reach out to me there. Akshita, Khushi, it's been such a pleasure. I'm really impressed by the quality of questions. And and I um, I really hope that you guys continue your curiosity and continue learning about finance, investments, and of course, living a great high quality life, taking care of your health and uh, spreading the joy through your podcast. Thank you so much. And thank you to everyone who's listening. Stay tuned on the Sunday after next for more.